What is up, people? Um, it's your boy, Femi Daniel, again. And today, I have an interview, a podcast episode with one of my, um, you know, colleagues in the real estate industry. I need to know everything. Who and the what and the where I need everything. Trust me, I hear what you're saying, but I like it's new what you're telling me. I'm curious, George, I happen to... So like it's in my DNA to just take risks. I mean, that's the, I mean, you know, nothing against like, you know, not taking risks, but it's just like, if you want to live a life of your dreams, you know, you, you got to take some risks, yeah. Welcome guys to another episode of Femi Daniel Show. On this show, I think I'll be bringing a lot of real estate people back to back, but this one was necessary. Uh, I'm kicking it with my guy, Jameson. Uh, been following him on Instagram for a while now, and needless to say, he's been killing it. Um, so I'll let you just um, introduce yourself a little bit. You know, tell people about you know what you, you know, yourself, yeah, what you do, where you grew up, all that. Yeah, uh, we kick it. Cool guys. Uh, my name is Jameson Williams. I'm from Akron, Ohio. Um, I'm in real estate as well, like Femi. Yeah. Um, I do fixing flips, uh, buy and hold, and then I own a couple Keegley franchises as well. So just a little bit about uh, me, yeah. Nice, nice. So you grew up in Akron? Yep. Like born, raised, all that? Yeah, I was born and raised in Akron. Uh, moved around a little bit. Okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, Akron's where the roots are. Nice. Dude, so like what what even like, brought you into like real estate? Um, the freedom, man. The freedom. Uh, I was scrolling on Instagram one day and I saw somebody make a check of like, like you know, 14,000, 15,000. Uh-huh. And I'm just like, I mean, I got to figure out how you did that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, yeah. You didn't think it was like fake at first or something? Uh, I didn't think it was fake. I just, you know, had to do my own research. Had to right. see if it was legit. And it turns out it was. And, you know, I'm here now. So. Nice. Nice. So, look, I mean, we'll, we'll go back through the whole past and everything. But, like, looking back at that time, what were you, like, really doing when you found out about real estate? Yeah, man. It was right. It was during the pandemic. Um, so I graduated college at the, at the beginning of the pandemic, graduated with a degree in finance and computer information systems. Okay. And then, um, man, I, I really could have went corporate, but I was, you know, pandemic, nothing was normal. So I figured I'd just take a risk right. and, uh, you know, the risk give rewards if you, if you make it make sense. So, yeah. Yeah. So did you, were you like rest of us? I don't know if for you too, but a lot of people start kind of like on YouTube, the rabbit yeah. hole of YouTube. And like go through that before they get into like different mentorships or anything. Yeah. Was that like kind of the same thing for you? Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I was on YouTube a little bit and then I ended up buying into, um, you know, Asher Flipping and Sub2. Um, you so, bought both at once? Uh, no, 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 no. I bought, I bought Asher Flipping first. Okay. Had that for a couple months. Uh, you know, used that to parlay into a franchise and then I ended up buying, uh, Sub2. Yeah. Nice. I'm, I want to definitely get into that um the franchise thing a little bit more because I considered it at some point, but I didn't really know much about it. Yeah. Cause I heard it from Jeff, um, yeah. so he was telling me a little bit more about it, but I didn't really know much about it. So you got into wholesaling now, like what two years ago? Yeah, about um, two years ago. So between the time you started and your first deal, what was what was that time period like? Uh, it was probably like five weeks. Five weeks? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's got to go crazy. <laughs> what? Five yeah. weeks? How? Like, five weeks. I, I want to know the story because for me, it, it took me a little, little bit. Yeah. It took me a while before I could get my first deal. At least the deal that I could call my own. I was helping yeah. out uh, my friend at that point 
and helping them, you know, sell their deals. So yeah. I guess that could count, but I never really saw it as my own deal. Yes. Yeah. I didn't start from first from beginning to the end with it. Yeah. So how what was the story behind that first deal? Yeah, man. Uh, so I was just calling old lists. Uh, like I told you earlier, I got my first deal in Canton, Ohio. So I was just yeah. calling old lists. Um, and a guy, he had a house that, uh, you know, his dad lived in. He passed away, passed away for about five years now. And he was just ready to get it done. Um, so we had to go through the whole process of like connecting with the mortgage company yeah. for him, you know, speaking on his behalf, seeing if there was anything owed. Um, he thought there was like 30,000 owed, but ended up being zero owed. Um, and he said he only wanted to walk away with like three grand. <laughs> what? He said he only wanted to walk away with three grand. So, uh, that was cool. And then, uh, you know, I ended up selling it on Facebook Marketplace, um, getting some buyers. I didn't have any buyers at that time. So I just hopped on Facebook Marketplace, threw it on there, got about, you know, five or six guys that came to the showing. It was about, uh, probably about three or four of the guys weren't legitimate. It was two, two guys that were. And, um, yeah, I ended up selling it, made about 17,000. 17,000, 17,000 first yeah, check. Yeah. <laughs> well, what did it feel like, man? Uh, man, it felt great, man. Just proof of concept. I mean, I already knew it was real. You know, when yeah. you see, you know, so many people on YouTube saying that they did it, you just like, it's only a matter of time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to put it in the work. You know, you're going to have trial and errors, failures. Um, just about if you're going to stay consistent, if you, you really right. want to see that change in your life. So, so what, what, what made you pick, um, actual flipping first? Uh, um, I wanted to really find out about disposition. Okay. Um, about being able to sell your deals, um, and not really having to spend any marketing budget. Cause today I still spend zero dollars on marketing. Um, and That's I make, well, I make all my I deals. I know my inbox gets blown up. I see like you sending a bunch of deals. You yeah. have zero marketing dollars. Yeah. Zero dollars on marketing spend. How, how, how does that work? I guess that's from the Keegley franchise that you put. Like, how did that yeah. even come about? What, the, buying the franchise? Buying the franchise. Uh, well, it came about, man, cause like, um, I did a couple big deals. I think I made one deal, I made like 90. Um, another deal, you know, 50. Cause I just started accumulating a bunch of cash and, um, I didn't really know what to do with it. Um, but I did know that, you know, later on in life that I want to open up other businesses. So I figured the best way for me to get that start was to buy a franchise early uh, and then be able to see how like a real Fortune 500 company operates mm -hmm. or a company that's scaling to get there. Um, so I've been I've been able to see that um, and I've been taking those notes so that I can implement it into my own things that I build outside of real estate. I don't know if it's just hitting me now, but we're not going to just skip past that. Like you just just say you made a couple of checks of like ninety thousand, thousand. <laughs> like it just hit me like wait 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 yeah. ninety thousand. What was the story behind the ninety thousand check? Man, it was one of those God sins. You know how AB do call God. <laughs> uh, it was a uh, it was a deal actually not too far from here. You know, oh, wow. but um, you know I was sending out text like uh, this is when I was doing like I was doing uh, text blast at this Take point, that, so okay. I spent a little money on, on marketing. But um, I was doing text blast, sent out a ton. Then randomly one day, you know, you know how like if you do text blast, you might just get a text yeah, randomly yeah. one day. Like a guy texts me randomly like one day, like, yeah, I'll be at the property at 1030 tomorrow. Meet me there. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I met him at the property. I get to the property. Like I said, it's around here. So it's in that 44113 Tremont area. Yeah. And uh, he was like, yeah, man, you know, pandemic's been killing me. I'm, I'm done with it. Um, it's been vacant nine months. I'm just ready wow. to get out. You know, tired landlord, you know, he's trying to get out. 
you know, that's the great thing about wholesaling. You know, you find solutions for people and, yeah. and, you, and you make and you make money for it. So, um, you know, his number was what was it? Uh, his number was like one 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 thirty. You know, ARV is probably like uh, like three hundred, right? Out here, out here in uh, Tremont, you know. But it was it was one of those houses where you maybe you add, do an add on play. You know, you could get four hundred, five hundred for it because it was all around new builds. Um, and uh, you know, I came in, we negotiated. You know that uh, his price was a good price, but one thing that you, that you need to know in wholesaling is that like you you like if you come in, just automatically say yes. You know they're gonna. They wonder why it was so, yeah. why it was so easy, right? Yeah. Wonder why it was so easy, and um, you know, so I negotiated with him. You know, started a little bit lower, um, try to get him lower, and you know, he was budging. He, you know, he said one twenty eight was his bottom line, um, and uh, I was like, okay, we can do it. Uh, you know, had to had to walk away for a second, say I'm going to the car, talk to my partner. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Not talking to nobody. Uh, and then uh, you know. Ended up uh, finding a buyer at like two ten. I it was two ten or two twenty. Can't remember the exact number, but I can't. Even yeah, yeah, I had a I had a play very close to around the Tremont areas on the west yeah. side too. Um, that was actually gonna be like my first deal. Yeah, same situation. But what fucked me up was it, it started to feel like he didn't feel like we were credible enough. Yeah. Um, he was I uh, wanted proof of funds, all of that, and I was just starting out then. I was trying to run around and get him all of that. Yeah. Um. But it would have been a very good deal because it was a house on, it had two houses on one lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he wanted to just be done with it. He was almost done with the work, but he was just tired, tired. of the property. Yeah. But that one fell out of my hand. That would have been a good check. I think I was going to make like 40K yeah. spread on it, but. It happens, man. Yeah. I had ideas where I was going to make a lot as well. So, and I, I didn't make anything, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So it's just all about the process. You know, some deals going to work. Some deals gonna be great. You gonna get them done. Some deals you might not be able to get the finish line on. Right. But it's just about always having that pipeline full, so you know you don't get too caught up on one deal. Correct. Yeah. Man, so you did ninety k by marketing on yourself. What what made you be like, you know what? Instead, now nah, I just want to do disposition only because I mean marketing was obviously working. Yeah. Uh, um, one of the things was that uh, well, it's not that like I'm not doing acquisitions. You know, I do a lot of myself. You know, realtor to realtor. Okay. You know, wholesaler to wholesaler, you know, and that was one of the reasons why I wanted to buy the franchise for the brand recognition. You know, so many wholesalers bring me deals now. Now mm -hmm. it's just like, I don't, I don't have oh, to spend because they're going to bring me the, they're going to bring me the deal. We're going to JV it. You know what I'm saying? Nice. Um, so they're spending the marketing dollars and on the advertising on, 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 you know, they're, they're spending like their marketing dollars on like finding deals, you know, gotcha. all that. And, you know, my team, you know, I train them to just, you know, call agents, find deals that way, kind of the wholesalers. Um, and that's how we're getting deals that our, our way. Man, that's, that's actually awesome because that's something I was trying to do. Um, yeah. of course, without the Keegley franchise, because what I noticed was I didn't like talking to sellers. Um, yeah. The whole calling thing. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't just my speed. So I preferred working with, um, buyers instead. Yeah. Um, but what I kind of pivoted into now is kind of like deal sourcing. Yeah. So it's kind of disposition, but flipped on its head to where I'm finding the buyers first and I'm asking them what they're looking for. Yeah. And I just go hunt down those deals and they just pay me like a marketing fee or whatever. We, we, we negotiate something on it. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of what I'm doing now. So like, how does the whole Keegley thing work? Because I'm sure the other like franchisees under the Keegley, but I mostly see them post more about like you. Yeah. Like, how did you find your way uh, up there? Man, it's really just, just grinding, man. 
um, and wanted to be, you know, going to events, you know, wanted to be the face. Uh, I'm not saying I'm the face, but I'm, I'm trying to get there, man, because yeah. I realized the long-term play um, that is if the guys are seeing me on the front end, yeah, they're thinking about me first, and I want to be the first guy that comes to mind when it comes to franchises. Um, so I know if I'm first got to come to mind, first got to get that deal. For sure. You know what I'm saying? So, sure. and, you know, it starts with, like, me coming up in Astro Flipping and then getting a Keighley franchise because – I mean, I'm not sure if there's anybody else that's done it. Maybe one other person, but nobody that's been my age. You know, when right. I bought in to the franchise, I was the youngest person to do it. Wow. Um, so it's just like, um, you know, me just wanting to be the like the, the face in the front court. And then also, you know, I'm astro flipping. I'm doing calls every week, too. So mm-hmm. it's like I'm really involved, involved the in the community. community. You know, sense. you give that output, you know, it's going to come back to you. Back. That makes sense. Yeah. But how, how much is it to like buy into the franchise? Are there like steps or the requirements that you have to hit before you're yeah. accepted to buy a franchise? How um, much is the buying? Yeah. So it's a, it's a, it's a bit of a process. You know, you got to be approved, you know, cause I was in the Astro flipping, you know, I had a, you know, I chatted with Jamil, you know, everybody's not for it, but you know, I chatted with Jamil and it seemed like it, it made sense for me. Um, so I have a uh, two right now. The first one, um, was in that I got out here in Northeast Ohio, Cleveland area. And that was a hundred, a uh, hundred to buy in. And then my second one that I bought, um, is in Las Vegas. And I, I, that was more of a business acquisition. Um, you know, somebody that didn't really want to have a franchise anymore. Uh, they wanted to sell. So I paid a bit of a premium. So that was like 150. Mm. Yeah. So they already had like some things already, they're already moving and shaking grounds already. Not necessarily. It was just, the, it was just the market, man. Cause mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, there's one for every 500,000 people. So. Uh, you know, you can have five in a market. And so Vegas is the first market to sell out. So I sold out quick because Vegas is extremely hot. Um, but that guy, he wasn't, he wasn't really doing much. So like he had his data in there, not much data, but you know, still, if you have data in there, you got to revamp it anyway right. with new contacts and new, and like, uh, like a new point of contact. So, uh, we bought, we bought his, bought his franchise. Um, and yeah, we've been, we've been doing well so far. Definitely. What does what what is doing well? You mind going in detail? What does doing well I mean? Like, what, yeah. what is like the revenue typically per month? Yeah, I mean, so next week we'll probably make about, just next week alone, we'll probably make like 80000 Wow. Yeah. But, you know, it fluctuates, you know, sometimes. Right. You know, sometimes we can have a crazy, crazy week. Sometimes we maybe a little bit less. less yeah. yeah. But in a typical month, what are you typically expecting back on your... On, the, on like revenue? Yeah. Yeah, like typical month, like, We'll probably like around that, you know, give or take over that hundred, below that hundred mm-hmm. mark. Um, but we're still growing, you know. Um, you know, Is that with both franchises or just one of them. Uh, that's with both both franchises right now. Yes, I mean sometimes we're a bit higher, sometimes maybe a little bit lower, but yeah. usually around that mark. Yeah, that makes sense, man. A hundred k buying, making almost a hundred. I mean, you make yeah. your money back typically by like month two ish. Yeah, well, like two-ish. you know, it's a process. You know, you gotta. Not necessarily you say you're going to, you know, make that a yeah. really immediately off the back. You know, right. it's got to, you got to grow. You got to get there. You got to make those leads. You got to make those connections. Um, but it's, it's possible. And like they have, they for sure have like a support system around you as far as like buyers wise or. Oh yeah. Know. So, I mean, I'm not sure like how much I can really dig into all that. Right. Um, but you know, it's a, you know, we, we do have a tech team that, okay. um, you know, that, that supports us. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're getting leads from, uh, you know, corporate that are inputting leads into our system. So, nice. yeah. So like 
now I, w- I want to go into like the whole expansion. Like, how has that been on you? Because it's only been like two years so far to yeah. go from, you know, doing this as your own thing, doing it by yourself to going to like a full, full on business owner now. Yeah. Um, so you have employees under you. Like, how do you go about like picking the employees that are working with you or like your team that is working with you? Um, and like, how has that transition been from like, Shit, coming out of college, not sure if I want to get a job or not. Yeah. So like now, doing damn near almost six figures every month. Yeah. Um. So I mean, it's been uh, it's been an adjustment, man. You know, not having any experience hiring people. Yeah. You will you will have turnover. Uh, but it's just about <laughs> being able to keep the business afloat when you do have turnover. Um, really getting in. You know, at the start of it, you know, and I still work a ton. Um, and I'm, you know, trying to slowly work my way out, but, um, it's been a, it's been a challenge, but, you know, hiring people is something that, you know, one, you know, hosting meetups, yeah. you know, doing different things like that to get people to come to, to your environment and then just understanding, you know, how you want to go about running your business, whether that's right. paying in a sales position. Um, cause I mean, if, if you're not producing, then, you know, you're just funding yeah. that out of pocket. So For it's sure. just like, um, just trying to figure out those like those different hiccups um, and learning how like like you said to to run a business coming out of college and that was the main reason why I wanted to do it so early is because you know I got lots of ideas you know visionary tons of ideas of businesses to start right. but you know you got to start somewhere and I figured I'd start while I'm while I'm a bit younger to um, really understand how to operate a business at a high level so that makes sense well, that yeah. makes sense um, so you're scaling and every how has that been for like friends and family back in Akron to like see you now yeah you, is there a disconnect now uh no nah, like for me there's never been a disconnect like all my friends just know this is just who I am um I've always taken risk um there's a ton of people that want to connect with me um and I always want to help people as well yeah. connect and uh help them you know get to the next level because anybody can wholesale like I, I don't have any like a limiting belief of like if you if you help somebody or you try to get all these people into it, there might not be enough for me. There's right. enough for everybody. Um, so, yeah. Man. So, do you, do, you do, do any of your friends currently, like, work with you in your company or you kind of keep those two yeah. separate? Um, so, I don't have any of my friends that work with me. Um, would I? Um, maybe, like, in the future when I when I build my stuff up. Right. Uh, I just don't. I just, I just wouldn't want to like ruin a relationship, you know, while you're trying to scale a company. Cause it takes, right. It takes, uh, after hours, after hour work. Gotcha. Yeah. So real estate, I'm guessing, cause you're, you're young for me too. Real estate is just a stepping stone to like a lot of things. I, I know you briefly touched on being a visionary yourself. Yeah. Um, what are like other businesses or like endeavors that you plan on going to into in the future? Like what yeah. else you outside of real estate? Um, you know, like coming out of college, you know, I had some fintech ideas, okay. um, that I still want to start. Um, uh, you know, I really want to start out of co- uh, college, but I wasn't able to, you know, secure the capital. Was didn't really necessarily understand how to raise private capital. Um, but you know, now you know you, you get it now, yeah. right? Um, so, so those are those are things that I want to start. And there's a ton of businesses. You know, I want to have lots of businesses, but not not necessarily be in the forefront. So that's important to you know connect with integrators. Yeah. Um, to, you know, operate and you be on the forefront. And that's kind of, you know, where, where I, I'm at, you know, um, I, I do have a partner in my, uh, I do have a partner for my franchises now. Uh-huh. 
And, um, you know, that's our goal is just to scale them up, you know, right. buy more. Um, and like one of my goals and my focuses in our business is to be in the forefront, you know, you know, people hop on these calls, yeah. you know, feed the leads to our businesses so that, you know, the guys will keep, you know, doing it yeah, uh, and, yeah. and coming to us to uh, do business. Yeah. Nice. So FinTech, man, that's, that's completely different, man. Yeah. Um, so what is that from that? I'm guess that's stemming from your financial background in, yeah, in yeah, school. Yeah. yeah. Wanting to do something like that. If you didn't, if real estate didn't pan out, what do you think you'll be doing? I would probably be, uh, somewhere in tech. Somewhere in tech? Yeah, yeah. Like programming and stuff or? Um, so I do know some code. Okay. Um, but not necessarily programming. Maybe like, uh, cybersecurity. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Will you consider yourself like, um, introverted or extroverted? Um, man, I would say a little bit of both. I mean, like, I definitely, am always talking to people now but yeah. you know i do like to be like alone and just be chilling <laughs> you know what i'm saying because <laughs> i'm like I've, i barely see you out here in like in cleveland yeah i um, never go out except if it's like business related stuff or you're yeah. on a meetup or something yeah other than that i barely see you out there or anything <laughs> like that like yeah is there a reason to you? do you feel like it's custom business or you just always been like that like you know just kept to yourself um uh, man i would just say it's like Man, I'm so focused on my goals that like I don't want to even waste any time. Like I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't do anything. Like I try to be really frugal with everything that I <laughs> that I got. And it's, I mean, you know, like I used to drink in the past, yeah. you know, but you know, I said I wasn't gonna drink until you know I hit some certain numbers that I got in my mind. Exactly. So once I hit those numbers again, then you know we can, we, yeah, we can pop up an ace of spade. Hey, that's nice. <laughs> I think, I think I should do that too. I don't know. Right. I got some very, 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 for me, I see that's a relaxation though. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely trying to stop drinking that one. I'm promising my audience. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely trying to stop drinking because, yeah. um, I haven't for a while. Yesterday I did, but yeah, I haven't for a while, but every time I notice myself not drink for like a couple of periods of time, like I, I see the focus that comes with it. Yeah. Um, because, People think, okay, yeah, outside of the hangover, it does take a couple while for your brain to get back to that 100% to where it's performing yeah. at full speed again. So that's something I think maybe I'll, maybe I'll take, I'll take one from your book and, you know, set some number goals. And if I do hit those numbers, then we go pop out and drink. But if not, then there's really no reason to it. Yeah. How do you feel about Cleveland though? Do you feel Cleveland kind of like helps you out with you being inside? Would you be in, is there any other state that you've looked at that you want to? I like Arizona a lot, but I don't think it's a city at all. I just think it's like my personality is like, mm. like I, I don't necessarily like going out all the time because it's like, once you've gone out, like, I mean, once you're going out a bunch of times, it's yeah. really the same thing. You're just staying up late. And, <laughs> right. you know, once you realize that like, hey, if I can not stay up late, I can get up in the morning and grind like it's going to accumulate right so it's just like time over time after time after time you know somebody going out every single night not every single night no some people go out every single night but not right. most but like you know going out on those weekends, weekends yeah. you know friday saturday sunday you know and yeah, i'm i'm staying in the crib you know i'm getting up at you know six five whatever you know that's going to accumulate over a year and right. you know 
those are extra time that people are wasting, but you're putting it back into your business. Yeah. Like, it's like you have extra, way more days than people typically have yeah. in the whole year. That makes sense. But where, 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 when do you see, do you see yourself like retiring? Cause I mean, people <coughs> do the whole financial, you know, freedom thing as a means to like, yeah. again, you know, one day retire. Do you see yourself stopping? Uh, I mean, I don't really see myself stopping, but like, I see myself, uh, slowing down. Like, I want to yeah. re- probably retire like 35. 35? Yeah, 35. But like, I don't know. <coughs> I can never see myself just not doing anything. I gotta like, maybe like retire from, you know, active. Like doing day like, day. yeah, yeah after day to day. But then I, like, I know myself, I would probably gotta create something. Right. Um, to just get me going, just to feed the mind, you know, once you slow down the mind, you know, you're killing yourself, right? Yeah. In a sense. What, what, what is one thing that people don't, what is one thing that you're into that people don't know off the rip? Like, what's one thing people don't know off the rip about you? Um, read a ton. So, yeah. You're a reader? Yeah. I'm more of an audiobook guy. Yeah. I try, once I pick up a book, I almost want to fall asleep. No, I, I, I do, um, so I had an audiobook plan. Yeah. I had a book, uh, the hard copy, and I just go through it. So I'm, I'm listening to it and reading it at the mm-hmm. same time with, with a highlighter. I've heard that, I think, was it, I think it was Jeff that did mention that to me. Does it like help you read faster? Helps you read faster and helps you comprehend more if you're, you're, you're seeing it and you're hearing it. So, I mean, you can finish books a lot faster like that. Yeah. Cause me, most of the time I just plug it in when I'm at the gym most yeah. of the time. Cause I have nothing else to concentrate on. Yeah. I do that too. I'm yeah. actually lifting. So it helps me just tune into the, to whatever I'm listening to and just, you know, get, um, what, what's the most like, I want the I don't know. To me, it's cliche. Everybody, oh, what's the book that impacted you the more? Rich that, poor that. I'm tired of hearing that shit. To be yeah. honest, but if it is, it is. But <laughs> like, what's the most impactful book that you've read? Um, uh, I would say this book called Your Invisible Power. Mm. Uh, and it talks about the power of the mind and how you know your thoughts really become reality, as like people say. But like your thoughts become reality, and it's like you can really do anything in the anything. Anything possible. It's like, who would have thought, like, you know, the Wright brothers could create planes to fly? You know, that material was around a hundred years before they even did it. But people just didn't have that. They didn't have that conscious thought to even think something like that. It's possible. Yeah. Mm. So I haven't uh, heard that one. I haven't yeah, heard that one it before. What would you like if you could break down that? Because different people have different ways that they explain like manifestation and law of attraction and everything. I yeah. know it works for me. I still believe in God, mom. So yeah, me too. Don't, <laughs> don't hit me up on yeah. some. You know, it's not, it's not, but people, some people see it, people, especially the religious people see it as like some mojo thing, but it's like, it's not mojo. It's just facts. Like the law of attraction is actually real. Yeah. I've never done a great job of like explaining it to people like, manifestation in the law of attraction so yeah how would you explain it to people um one of the things that i would say is just like one your your thoughts become reality and your words become reality as well so it's just like <clears throat> you know i know sometimes you can have those negative thoughts yeah. changing those immediately you know thinking about the things that you say like your words affirm whatever you want in life um, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Um, <clears throat> like your, your words affirm everything you want in life. Um, and just overall, just like staying consistent. I know that like 
consistency is like probably the hardest thing yeah. but like it's like a it's like a buzzword nowadays but like staying consistent it's like one if, if you want something like affirm that every single day you know yeah. what i'm saying like maybe you want to maybe you want to go i don't know maybe maybe you want a new car or maybe you want to make a certain amount um just affirming those things every single day um speaking over those things over your life every single day praying on it meditating um you know because the things that you pray on you meditate on those things are when it's when it's at the top of mind it's something that's 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 that you're going to attract so uh always keeping those things that you want at the top of mind rather than like you know switching up those thoughts and maybe not letting um you maybe maybe like not necessarily believing that you can do it like actually believing and knowing that it's possible because mm. i mean it, it all is and that's you know definitely what that book talks about as well and just like some of the things that you want just keeping those to yourself and until until it happens rather than you know necessarily speaking on it um Wait, to others see, that that i like that you touched on that i actually had a few other questions that i'll have to just segue around um but how do you because that put that part yeah. My mom has always said that to me. I've always believed it to some extent in my head of like, you know, keeping whatever you plan on doing. But how do you then spread the word without necessarily like telling people till it comes out? Because I mean, even in business, you know, sometimes you have to do some pre-launch strategies. Yeah. Sometimes you need to get the word out there so that people that can help you can come into your life. Yeah. Um, but like, how do you separate that from actually just also like also uh, applying that to your to, to whatever vision you have yeah so like uh give some examples um so let's say i'm trying to start up a new business or something um yeah. you know i have a couple cool ideas for it and i want to apply that of you know keep it quiet until it's out there and you know then tell people about it but then also in the same breath I know it's important to do pre-launch. I know it's important to like speak to certain individuals. Like if I know that you can impact me in some way in that business and set up, I want to yeah. be able to hit you up and be like, yo, bro, this division, this is what I'm trying to come up with. Yeah. Um, you know, what you think about it. I don't, I don't see anything that's wrong with it. That's just like getting consulting. Okay. Yeah. But like, is, is that going to take away though from like keeping it quiet till it's actually like, well, not necessarily. I mean, one, that's just so that like people with small minds don't try to kill the vision. Um, if you're going to somebody that's already in that field and are doing it, they know that it's possible. So that right. then they can give you the game. But like, I think that's more so just like, you know, people always like to try to kill dreams that they, that them, that they themselves isn't possible for them because they don't have the wherewithal to do it. Mm, I like that. And the other thing that I wanted to touch on, um, was the negativity. Like everybody, as much as, you know, everybody really yells about having a positive mind and everything. Yeah. negative without you can't have positivity without like negativity yeah. too so like how do you how do you get out of that mindset quick for you like you're using your own example whatever situation in your life like once the negative thought starts to come up how do you snap yourself out of it because sometimes it's hard yeah i'm gonna lie sometimes the negative you don't want it to come up but it just comes up and it's eating away on your soul like how yeah. do you snap out of it like, i think uh yourself? with everything i mean in business i mean you got you got hurdles you got to overcome all the time and it's just like you know sometimes you know it'll just come to your mind and you should be like man i don't know how i'm gonna do this but then you just gotta affirm you know you can do it back to the information yeah go back to that information as soon as you catch a negative thought snap it back you know what i'm saying because those negative thoughts are gonna come it's just about reaffirming Mm. 
Do, do are you into like vision boards and all yeah? That? I mean, I I got a vision board. Um, I I do have a vision board, and you know, I'm big on every year. You know, talking about my goals. Uh, I I'll talk about my goals just with my intermediate family. We'll just go over our, all of our goals that we want to hit. You know, I'm probably I probably hit about probably seventy percent. There's like one big one that I'm close on uh, that I know I can still do, but um, <clears throat> it's just about putting those goals out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I just how know you do, can do you make it. your own goal? Do you just write them out, or do you put pictures? Do you use? Um, images? Like- I I mean like I, I used to do images. Um, right now, like on my vision board, it's just words of like what I what I want. But I think the pictures is good as well, so you just so you visualize it. Visualize it. Uh, but necessarily like everything that I want on there isn't isn't uh. Isn't isn't out there yet? I see. Well, it is out there yet. It just doesn't uh, happen yet. But um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. I mean, if you if you already if you see it in your mind, that's the first place you even need to see it. Yeah. Once you see it in your mind, I feel like then then you know what you can create it physically. Even if it's not been invented yet, the fact that you see it in your mind. I mean, same thing. The example you gave with airplanes. Yeah. They just knew like it's possible. We could yeah. fly. It's For sure. just <laughs> <somebody> <laughs> yeah. gotta do it. <laughs> yeah. So and they ended up being the ones that did it for themselves. Who has been the most um, impactful person in your life? Um, like throughout my like, my entire century? Throughout your entire life. And then we'll do business specifically. Um, throughout my entire life, man. It's a couple of people. I would say, uh, you know, my dad, my grandfather, and my uncle. My uncle mm-hmm. Tobias, yeah. Why, why, why them? Uh, you know, from the start. You know, <clears throat> just a uh inputting that uh that you know you're great into you mm. you know before you know you know yourself and just putting that self-confidence into you because i think that's the biggest start when it comes for like anybody i think a lot of people in life they can succeed but they don't believe in themselves so mm. um you know my dad and my my grandparents i mean my my grandfather and my uncle they always believe in myself mm. and then i think that alone once you believe in yourself anything you can do anything in life because it's right. just like I, I know i can do it <laughs> it doesn't matter because you know you go through school you know people doubt you all the time yeah you know they try to you know they try shit on you they try shit on you right <laughs> uh, but even when people try to shit on you knowing that i'm that, that guy works, yeah yeah i'm that guy um which just is is everything how do you how do you differentiate and we'll go back to the business you know most impactful business person but how do you differentiate, you know, arrogance from being self-confident and believing in yourself? Yeah. Um, I think there needs to always be some arrogance. You don't always have to show it, but arrogance within yourself. Like, mm-hmm. like, um, you know, for example, like, for example, in, in real estate, like maybe somebody's doing more deals than you. Like, like okay, like. Like, I mean, you could be happy for them and, you know, all that. Yeah, but but in, in in my head, I'm always like, I know I can do more deals now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just always, always having that self-belief that you want to be the best. No, I like that. Like, I feel like that's the most honest answer I've ever heard when I ask somebody about that. Because yeah. everybody tries to come up with this big explanation of how arrogance <laughs> and self-confidence is different. But I also feel that I feel like for you to be self-confident, there's, there's this slight bit of arrogance. Of course, not doing it in a way to where yeah. it puts people off. So, um, I stop. Okay. Yeah. I feel like that's the most, um, honest answer I've had. Like, um, you have to have that slight bit of arrogance within you to know that you can go out and 
compete with anybody on any ground and sure. actually win, you know? Um, I feel like every successful person has that to be. I mean, if you think about Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, like there's a slight bit of arrogance to even for them to even come up with these ideas that they yeah. come up with and be like, you know what, I'm actually gonna do it, do it you yeah. know. <laughs> so I feel like that's extremely necessary. So business wise, who who's been the most impactful person for you? Yeah, I would say business wise, probably my uncle uh, um, has tremendous success in business and. Two, two of my uncles, uh, my godfather and my uncle, um, you know, very super successful business guys. So, um, learned a ton from them just from learning how to operate and learning how to carry yourself. Yeah. Nice, man. So it seems like, you know, the whole family have been kind of like supportive of your journey towards like entrepreneurship and everything. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I come from a family of entrepreneurs, you know, mm. my grandfather was a serial entrepreneur car dealerships, bars, record shops, um, you name it, probably did it. So um, I feel like it's in my DNA to just take risk. I mean, that's the, I mean, you know, nothing against like, you know, not taking risks, but yeah. it's just like, if you want to live a life of your dreams, you know, you, you got to take risks. You got to take some risks, yeah. got to bet on yourself sometimes. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like that that that's also very impactful because a lot of entrepreneurs might come from family. Like for me, like, my mom wasn't so welcoming of the idea to like quit school and say, oh, I want to do this full time. Yeah. Um, especially coming from a different <laughs> like country and coming here and then you're saying, Oh, you're, you're the special one that wants to yeah. go to <laughs> entrepreneurship instead of going to school. It was hard to convince her and to sell her on the idea, but I feel like the results kind of sold her on the idea. Yeah. Um, when she started saying, like, Oh, wow. Like, Oh, wait, you bought your first property. What? Yeah. So it started to <laughs> kind of make sense. Like, oh, maybe school is not the only way. I mean, every so often she'll still call me and tell me, you're still going to finish school, right? I'm like, yeah. When it's necessary, <laughs> when, it, when it's time and I have yeah. the time to. 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> like, but for now, that's not even in my, in my outlook. There's a lot of other things that I want to achieve before I go about doing that. Yeah. So if you, you're very successful in real estate now. Um, kudos to you, man. Congratulations on all your achievements so far, man. And I know many more is coming for you um, with the way you're still aggressively going towards. Because I feel like some people hit the high level and then they start coasting. Yeah. They feel like, you know, I'm there. You know, nobody's kicking me off my spot. But I still see, like you said, going out there, doing meetups, meeting up with people. Like you said, you still have plans to expand the franchise and go to other things. Yeah. Um, for people that are just getting started in, or in entrepreneurship or trying to get started in real estate. Actually, she's trying to get started in real estate too. So what would you, what would you draw as the plan for them? How would you, now that you know, with all that you know, what would be those action plan that you draw for anybody trying to go? I would say, um, start self-educating yourself. Um, you know, those guys that put out great information, you know, Jamil Damji, Brent Daniel, Space Morby, yeah. guys that I will all that for. Uh, and then I would say one, find a community, um, find other people that are in real estate that, um, you can connect with, yeah. um, and then find guys that are in your city as well. And, you know, find somebody else that that's, that's in the stage that you're at or where you want to go and, uh, see if they can mentor you or, um, mm -hmm. try to connect with them some way. No, I love that. I love that. <laughs> that's, that's the simple, Simply put, you know, self-education, yeah. then find mentors that you can look up to and really ask any question. Um, and he gave really great examples. Those three, I feel like within the mentorship community of like real estate yeah. are the most goal givers. You know, they really 100%. try to pour into their students 
And that's it's not something you see all the time. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, like you said, network. Once you start to surround yourself with people that are now thinking like you and doing things that you're doing, yeah, that's what I feel like even impacts you way more. Because sometimes you might not be able to always get in contact with your mentor, but yeah. the other good thing that all of them create within their community is like they don't focus on them just being the leader of the community. Yeah. They build other leaders within that community. So it's like, okay, if I can't reach pace, yeah. I can go as Malif, or I can go as XYZ, or I can go go as Jameson yeah. and ask them some information, and they'll be able to give you the play. They'll be able to guide you to the best of their knowledge. And if there's something that everybody can't help you with, then you can go back to your mentors. And it's just like a full circle of people to surround yourself with, um, and that's going to accelerate you for growth. So yeah, uh, we're rounding up now. But um, what's 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 your What's your outlook on life? Next five years, what's what's the goal? Uh, Let's call it here so I can uh, come back here and be like, okay, shit, he did it. Yeah, probably next five years, probably like 15 or 20 franchises and a uh, couple apartment, couple apartment buildings, a um, couple of developments. Um, and yeah, maybe more. No, for sure more. So. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Is that all, all within Cleveland or? With, with uh, it depends. I mean, no, I, I like Cleveland. You know, some people don't. I do, man. I think it's a low buy-in, cash locale. Mm. So I think it's a great area to invest. So, yeah. Definitely. Definitely somewhere to, to also live. Yeah. I don't know. I have a very, very mixed feeling about Cleveland. I like it because it's like super low-key. Yeah. And you can really, you can really have time to focus on yourself if you choose to. Yeah. Know? Um. But in other cities, like this, there's always a move, there's a function, there's something calling you out there. But, but I guess it also applies to yourself because yeah. you can choose to just not go. Yeah. Um, but would you say this is somewhere that you see yourself like staying or you plan on like actually exploring other states <coughs> to like live? Uh, I'll probably, probably keep a house here um, and have some houses at other places as well. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's a different answer. Why not? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Why not just stay in each, each and every one of those places? Yeah. But man, I appreciate you coming on here, man. Um, I definitely, I don't see a lot of meetups. So if you, if you are organizing some meetups yeah. in Cleveland, man. I'm throwing one next, next Monday. Ne- give, <laughs> give the people, give the people the plug. I mean, give me most especially the plug because I, yeah. I, I love to be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't have location yet. I'm still okay. figuring out location. If you want to help me with that, that'd be great. Awesome. But um, yeah, so I'm throwing it next week. Okay. Um, I already got two sponsors, so just gotta find a venue. Just a venue. Yeah. Okay. What were you looking around West Side or East Side? But that doesn't matter. I probably would that rather have something neutral, like Independence. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Very easy for anybody that's on the East Side or the West Side exactly. to get to. Um, and that's where my office is at anyway. So. Okay. Um, yeah, but I mean, if you got somewhere on the West Side, that's that's cool too, or like. You know, tree mount area up here. That's okay. You know, it yeah. Makes I'll sense. do some. I'll do some asking around too and see, and I'll shoot anything I come across over your way. Yeah. But um, yeah, man, I can't. I can't wait for it. I think a lot more meetups and events need to be thrown in Cleveland. Yeah. There's a lot of people that are actually doing real estate, but we we don't just know each other, yeah. <laughs> and it's it's really hard. You have to like do some individual connection. But I've been to ATL, um, some sub two met, uh, meetups out there, and they do yeah. actually like every month. Back yeah, to yeah, back. yeah. I'm gonna start throwing stuff more too because I got title companies I do a ton of deals with that will fund it. So oh, yeah, perfect. I actually even spoke to Access Title. I Jefferson, sorry, I spoke to them, and they're open to actually sponsoring too. Yeah. So I definitely would love to. Yeah, if we can cook up some stuff together, that would be that would be awesome. I love to. Yeah. I'd love to throw a couple more events. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Just to get people out. Yeah. Then I mean, that ultimately leads to. 
you know, more deals. For sure. For everybody. So tell the people where they can find you. Yeah. If they got deals, how can they get it out to you? Um, and if they're buyers, how can they connect with you to buy some deals from you? Yeah. So uh, my Instagram is it's J Will. That's I T S J W I L L. Um, and if you guys want to send me some deals, send it to deals. That's D E A L S at keeglymart.com. That's K E Y G L E E M A R T dot com. Awesome. Yes, sir. Awesome. Yeah. Get in contact with my guy. And um, for the rest of everybody, man, you know where to follow me, Femi.Daniel underscore on Instagram. Uh, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's Femi Daniel Show. Femi Daniel on YouTube, actually. Hit the subscribe button, leave a comment, leave a question, leave a like, whatever you want to leave. Just leave it there. Um, share this with anybody that you feel like will be, this will be impactful for them. Um, yeah, and we'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace out. What you gotta say to yourself? Say it to my audience. Oh yeah. Like, comment, subscribe. Yeah, you know. I can never use it. I feel so awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I feel forever. Like, I don't know why I have it on my shit. Like, you don't, no help. They say it's a Yeah. At least, like, say some shit. Like, you're producing it. Why not you it's my asshole producer, man. Freaking asshole. But, um, yeah. Peace out, guys. Smoking cigars like fucking Don Pablo in this bitch. Let me don't get hit anymore. Uh, oh, shit. No. <laughs> Step back. <laughs> Cool, cool, cool. I'm gonna need to record me too. So get on the other side because I need to talk to this one seller and I want to record that shit. Of course, how we stay on mission won't slow us down because we way too driven. Yet we put in these 10,000 hours.